Do you like talking about things you're not qualified to talk about? Us too. The Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. Every week, your host, that's me, Cassie Jerkins, invites a new funny guest on to get down and nerdy. Laugh and learn about topics like how to buy a house, the Terminator movies, and the Titanic. Check out Dumb Nerds today on your favorite podcast app. This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Improv Obsession podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Perlstein, and today we've got Billy Merritt on the show. Today, we're going to go a bit off the beaten path about talking improv methods and practices. No, today I'm talking to Billy and I'm asking him, should I just quit improv? We talk about the darker, uglier side of the feelings uh, people have being in the improv community. Jealousy loneliness, failure, fading passion. I, I admit to my uh, uh, maybe voluntarily uh, or involuntarily uh, fading out of the community, uh, falling out of love with improv. I talk about that. I admit that I get jealous uh, and that I don't think some people who get ahead are funny. Um, I admit to all that shit that we talk about with our improv friends when we're sitting in dark corners of bars. Uh, we also talk about the difficulties of keeping a team together, uh, the cheapness of stage time, and what it's like to be in a showcase town. Um, I feel like I'm going to get some flack on these episodes and and that's okay, I guess. Uh, I would love to hear what you think of the stuff we've talked about though. I wonder if anybody else feels this way. I wonder how other people deal with the things that I'm talking about. I wonder if people just are like, no, I've never ever felt this way and I'm a positive and great person. Uh, I'd love to hear all of that. Uh, what do you think of improv in your life? I know I had a lot of listeners at one point that uh, probably have stopped doing improv altogether. I want to know what they think. So you can tell me about, uh, about your opinion on the matter. It's improv obsession at gmail.com. Also, we'll have one more episode on this theme coming out next week and then maybe one or two more in the weeks after that. Um, if you want to hear more improv focused conversation with Billy, check out episode 17 of this podcast. It's pretty good. And we just talk about improv form, all that stuff. He also did some of the UCBLA podcasts where he hosted and he was talking about improv all the time. It was pretty cool. Uh, anyway, I guess that's it. Oh, you know what? Last bit. I want to do a couple of quick thank yous for some old and new reviews that I don't think I ever thank people for. So Carrie316, thank you for being a nerd. She's a big fan of the Ian Roberts episode, and I agree. It's a really good one. Motobone, he's a fan of the Matt Bester episode, so there you go. One True Raj says, I'm getting useful tips for students, so that's awesome, right? Justin Owades Owad, mm, says it's a must. This podcast is a must if you want to learn improv. Uh, Robert E. Mann says, as he listens to a lot of podcasts and then enjoys that this one is from the perspective of a student. I wonder how he feels about it now. <laughs> and then uh, last agent 19, he called the show insightful, fun, informative. So there you go. Uh, people like it. Uh, if you have a minute to go ahead and leave a, a positive review, a five-star rating in iTunes, I'd totally appreciate that. Uh, all right. So that's it. Uh, here it comes. The improv depression. It's a, it's a pun. Okay. I don't know. Here we go. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast. It's the Improv Session Podcast with Stephen Pearlstein. 
Hey everyone, welcome to the Improv Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pearlstein. Today on the show, welcome back, a uh, long time ago guest, Billy Merritt. Hello! Hey, thanks for coming on. We were on, just man. saying it's been four years. Almost four years to the day of this yeah. recording. It's, yeah. it's incredible. You have really grown into your head. <laughs> Thank you. You look great. Uh, it was so large before. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I had to shop for children's clothes and adult, uh, yeah. adult hats, but now, yeah. now it's almost evened out. Yeah, your hair looks great. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think I, I also do think I was very uh, shaggy in, in the hair before. Were you? Uh, yeah. yeah, I used to be. It might have just been you were living in Koreatown. K-Town. And you had that is, look. Yeah, it's, it's the K-Town style. Yeah, that look of you can't find parking <laughs> Yeah, uh, It's like, well, it's cheap here and it's, you know, it's basically centrally located. Yes. Uh, I haven't quite I like get... how your voice goes up when you go, well, it's okay. It's okay. Like, K-Town. It, it, that's the, that's, I think that's the lie of everybody living in K-Town. Also, yeah. like, I'm not uh, knocking oh, it. Oh, I'm everybody right. well, That's when it. I first moved here. That's yeah. where I was thinking. Yeah. It was like, it's like a Chinatown. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, like, mm, <laughs> I'm happy with it. Okay, uh, well, lots of gunshots. I feel like everybody does, uh, when they live in K-Town, they'll tell people like, oh, I live like in Larchmont. Or yes. like they'll find the thing that's yes. right by it. Yes. But that's not key. I, that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, those are the good old times. Yeah. Um, well, uh, guys, uh, listeners, you may know Billy from uh, The Smokes, The Swarm. Uh, he has a new podcast that I've been listening to called Make That Sandwich. Have you? I have been, yeah. Oh, that's uh, I mean, I, I want to start this off. Have you had a good sandwich lately? Uh, I had a breakfast sandwich this morning, which was just turkey and cheddar. Okay. And it was just all wrong for all the wrong reasons. Oh, no, I'm you sorry know? to hear. Nothing bad. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like a horrible thing. A, sam- a sandwich is a sandwich does. It can't, yeah. You know. <laughs> That's what Mama used to say. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was more of like a a nutrition bar, mm-hmm. you know, just turkey and cheddar to that's get me going. How, yeah, that's how I uh, I yeah. when I make breakfast sandwiches, I load them up with eggs and salmon, and just I'm like, whatever. It's not like oh, always great, but it eggs does and salmon. It does fill me up oh, and launch me with a lot of protein. That's all you need. I've that's heard protein's all. the thing. It's the new hip thing. <laughs> it's the new thing. Kids are doing it. Uh, first, it was no gluten, then it's all protein. No, no, no protein. Uh, all right, Billy. So uh, I have two things I want to talk to you about. Okay. Today. One, I want to talk a little bit about uh, coaching and stuff. Yes. Because uh, you're a great coach, a uh, great coach, teacher, uh, improviser oh, as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and I've been doing that and I'm trying to learn more. And then the other part I want to talk about is the 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 maybe more darker, like weird, like existential, like the should dark I, side. the dark sides, like should I even be doing this? Uh, <laughs> And so I think I th- I'm just trying to decide where I want to start with. And I, I if I just say no mm-hmm. right now, are yeah. we done? Yeah, that's it. That <laughs> is. Stop doing. I'd release doing. it. I would totally. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do, but I'd be like, "This was a great episode of Billy Merritt, shortest podcast of all time, clocking under four just minutes." Quit doing what you're doing. <laughs> just stop, and you're good. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so I say, I think let's. I just want to hop into the yeah. weird existential thing. Sure. So, um, and I'm going to fully admit, like, I do think that some of these thoughts are, uh, not lovely, uh, hippy dippy improv stuff that we all aspire to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, but I do also think that I, uh, I've personally felt them a lot and I know other people have too. And so, uh, I'm trying to, uh, kind of work out what that all is exactly. Okay. Um, so I guess the first way to start it, um, is just like, well, I, I, for you, like when you got into improv, yeah. what did you see it as? Or like, what was your aspiration or, or why, why improv, uh, uh young Billy Merritt? Wow. That's a deep, deep question. <laughs> uh, uh, actually before improv, it was acting and I right. got into it later in life. And I honestly feel my, my personal journey mm-hmm. is, uh, and as it's not cliche or whatever I want to call it, it saved my life. 
yeah. uh, acting and finding that community. Uh, and this is a theater, a musical theater. It was a, a college, a state college, Palm Beach State College. I had a great theater department. And I just lucked out with great people. And uh, yeah, and it's like, I remember the day I realized that I was, I was just going to pull the curtains. I was just going to do theater tech. I didn't yeah. think I'd be on stage. Yeah. But I remember almost, uh, <laughs> when no. you walked into the cafeteria. Yeah, that's but the old story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember that night uh, telling my girlfriend at the time, it's like, I really met people. And I was like cho- choking up as yeah. I was going along. Oh, and I just remember telling her, it's like, hey, Matina, I met these people. I mean, they're just like me. They have the same humor. And, and we're going to a rehearsal and there's going to be a party after. And I need you to bring some weed. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's like That's good. Uh, we <laughs> shortly broke up afterwards, but it was That'll like, uh, yeah. And a lot of those people that I met that first day are still friends forever. That's you know? great. Yeah. Michael Delaney, Beowulf Riggins, people like that. That's so good. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because I think I might have, I think I went almost into, I found the friends accidentally almost yeah. like I went into it. Uh, I, I started at UCB for uh-huh. the sketch and then I, I did improv and stuff and I wasn't intentionally social. Yeah. I was just like, Oh no, I'm just kind of working on comedy stuff. Uh, and then I, I like, I just accidentally had people kind of like roping me into their yeah, friend yeah. net. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the most valuable part of it is all these great I think people. So. I think, uh, you know, the, on the good and the bad, the good thing is, is yeah, you have a support group. You have people, yeah. the, the form, the style of improv that we practice forces you to, yeah. uh, uh, support each other and get each other's back. And so, Something like that outside of improv is very rare. Yeah, you absolutely. You don't find that. You know? Yeah. I, I like, you know, work friendships or connections, yeah, uh, which yeah. is where most people meet their, exactly. you know, people their age or whatever. It's like, it's a different thing. It's much less connected, yeah, but yeah. yeah, improv will, improv will definitely. And that's why I'll do it, you know, because I still, you know, uh, have that connection and yeah. I feel now at this age, it's just, I owe it. Yeah, I owe the form because owe it the did form. save my life. You know? Yeah. Uh, well, the, I think the form and everybody is happy to have you. That is for sure. Uh, okay. Cool. So then uh, let's. Let, I'll just start transitioning into some more of the stuff. Then. Yeah. So yeah. By the like, way, when I say it saved yeah. my life, I was doing a lot of drugs and drinking, and I had I, no purpose. I, buy <laughs> I forgot it. to mention that. Yeah. That's why it saved my life. It's not like I was ready to kill. My, well, you know, maybe, maybe I was. Who knows? I, I mean, I have a similar feeling about improv in a way too. Like yeah. I, uh, I had a, I just got out of college. I had a job for probably like a year. Uh-huh. I was doing fine. Everything was okay. But man, it just did feel like life was purposeless in a way. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. part of that is just being disconnected from yeah. people. Like you didn't yeah. have. And I, uh, I don't think. Uh, well, I don't know. There, I don't think I was suicidal by any means. But I was no, depressed. No. You know what I mean? No. There is a depression that comes. I was definitely going to grind myself down into yeah. a drinking bar fly. Yes. You know? I, uh, yeah. I, oh, see, I was, uh, I, I've never been much of a drinker or anything yeah. like that, but I was going to work myself to death. Yeah. Uh, and I still might. Same thing. <laughs> you know, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I just want to, so like, I guess the first thought on this that if I could, if I could like distill all these things down into yeah. one would be, uh, I don't even know if I should be doing an improv anymore. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. For you, you mean? Yeah. Uh, and if, I think I like, and so, I don't know, I guess, like, what do you think of just that general sentiment? We can parse well, that out if you'd like. my first question is, what are you doing that's making you feel that way? Is there, Are you mm-hmm. doing a type of improv? Are you doing a type of show? Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, so I, I personally wouldn't. Uh, I don't think it's, uh, I would blame it on the the, the actual improv itself. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, I feel like what it is more is, uh, I'll, I'll, and we'll probably dive into each of these a little bit more later. It's sure. like, I don't know. 
what the community and teams are exactly anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it's very hard. Even teams that I love and everybody on each other every, yeah, and my yeah. team loves each other. It's like, we never want to do shows. Yeah. We don't want to go do this weird show because uh-huh. it's always weird. Or we don't yeah. want to practice because it's hard to get together. Yeah, yeah. So that's like one major loop of it. Another part of it is like a, a feeling of a, a lack of success uh-huh. in improv. Uh, your your rewards of like Harold teams, uh, the yeah. mess hall teams, all that yeah. stuff. Um, and then I think the other, uh, the final part of it is like, uh, and this is like the worst part of it, uh, is like people moving on uh, ahead of you or like, yeah. I guess, passing you. Jealousy. Jealousy. Jealousy yeah. is exactly no, it is what jealousy. it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and that is, uh, and that's like, and that's like maybe the most insidious of them all because mm-hmm. there is a part of you, like there's a part you, of you that you hate would, yourself for thinking that way. Yeah, of yeah. course I do. I really, this it's is so shitty. We all feel that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. very, those are interesting points because as you say it, I'm going, uh-huh, check. <laughs> yeah. Check and check. These yeah. are the demons of improv. Yeah. You know? There's a good side and a bad side. There's a balance between the two yeah uh, uh and it's the are you letting your demons take you over yeah like i've seen people uh uh i've seen great examples of like the jealousy factor mm-hmm. just really how come this guy and not me right or, you know the this or that and i've been yeah. a part of that i definitely yeah. get a little tinge of that and i think for me i just uh i didn't cure it but yeah. i worked on it as i get older and i realize you know i'm at the age now where i'm not going to get that pilot you know unless they need <laughs> Hey, maybe. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, the last big name pilot that I was doing, it was like, this is it. This is it. This yeah. is it. We got picked up. We got put on the hold for six months and then we got canceled. And I said, fuck this. Yeah. You know, that's my last. Because now I'm the old guy at work in a pilot that does yeah. weird shit. So I'll yeah. never. And it's like, ah, is this really what I want to do? Pilot right. season after pilot season and doing the LA thing. And yeah. last year. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I just traveled. I just said yes to everything. I did That's Shonda true. Rhimes, yeah, and I leaned in, and I was like, "Whoever wants me to do a workshop, I did." And I talked. Do you about mean it. Cheryl Sandberg? I believe is the book no, lean Shonda in. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda. Okay. No, no. I know. What, no, I know her lean in. Okay. I don't want to do her kind of lean in. <laughs> you I don't want to do Shonda Rhimes. You don't want to tackle the business world. No, I guess world. she said yes. Uh, it was the year like of it. yes. Yeah, that sounds right. Yes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Get out of him. I read. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please rate and subscribe to the show. Uh, uh, but it, it helped me find my happiness again. Yeah. You know, like whatever I had that was happy. And it's not like I was depressed, but it was no. just like in all acting, it takes, you know, you have to learn disappointment and live with it. And that's yeah. going to be part of your life, which yeah. no other, well, very few other things in life have that. So it is something you have to deal with that rejection. Yeah. And for me, yeah, I just discovered, true. you know, here's what I'm good at. I can use this to do stuff I've never done, which is travel and see new and interesting things and right. people and and spread the word, spread the gospel and yeah. seeing other communities grow. I think, you know, as uh, I don't know what the word is, but I get off on watching communities uh, as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 I'm from Florida. There's a community there. But a, an example of an isolated community is Dylan Rohde, who took classes here. Okay. Uh I, I don't think she he felt uh, comfortable working. I mean, you know, after so many years, it's like, 
where you are. Yeah. Uh, do I want to do this? Yeah. He loved improv, but he just didn't like the L.A. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went back to Omaha, opened up his own theater, and it is very successful. Yeah. And he's got a great community. Uh, I, I did the. I think I know that yeah, little backline theater. Yes, I've heard of uh, it. That, yeah. Uh, I think. I think. Yeah. I went to their festival last year. I think there's a festival now going on this week or something. Oh, that's great. And what was wonderful <laughs> is just there's. 80% of those people there are not uh, asking me, should I go to Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, they just love this. And it's like, that's why I got into it in the first place. Right. In West Palm Beach. That's you know? so funny. Like, I had, a, I have a friend who, again, I, I think what you said is like the check, check, check. A lot of these feelings are yeah. universal uh, and maybe just in a way human, uh, but we just happen to deal with it sure, in the sure. improv context. But my friend actually went on a trip uh, to South America and he's like, you know, I think I'm just going to move down here and start an improv yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah. And we're all joking. Like, can we be on your hair? <laughs> my year of journey, my year of leaning in and saying yes, mm-hmm. is that Omaha is also in Miami and San Francisco right. and New York and, and San Diego all these and other all yeah in San it, yeah. Diego and it's just Canada, uh, the city of Canada. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, all these communities are building everywhere, and it's just like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. So if I love improv for that point Mm -hmm. and that reason and that passion, that's going to be there no matter where I go. Yeah. You know, well, that take care. That takes care of one part of your, should you improv for sure in my mind? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, and that, and and a lot of that, like what you're saying is like seeing, uh, the community and the love of it. Uh, I still experience that and I do have it. Um, like I, uh, when I've actually the very, (laughs) the very first time I coached or taught anything, I got asked to teach a workshop in San Diego. I was like, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> and yeah. So I went down and did it and I was like, this is so fun because these guys, I love it. They're not yeah. connected to the industry necessarily. Yeah. They're not worried about it. Well, that's the other thing. And I think that's what you might be having issues mm-hmm. with is yeah. uh, LA is an accelerant. That, uh, that, that is uh, the industry stuff. I'm actually personally not worried about. That's yeah, the thing that yeah. I, I don't know, but there's that jealousy factor as sure. far as that's concerned. Yeah. I agree. You know? yeah. Also it affects the way people perform mm-hmm. uh, uh, yes. showcase versus actual. Yes. You, you show so that's uh, a so that's actually another part of, i wanted to touch a little bit on that of the the jealousy of seeing other people pass or like whatever part of that too is like it's I feel personal jealousy uh, and also like uh, jealousy for friends or people who sure. I know who are good. And I feel like part of that is like other people who, in my opinion, aren't as talented or ever will move up. Sure. And I'll go like, well, wait, what the hell is wrong with the world if X doesn't get it? But why does? And it, it really are you talking like, about Aziz Azari again. I am talking okay. about Aziz. I well, it's you know what it does is I think it, more than anything, it makes you it makes me question Am I funny? And oh. do I know what I'm doing? And I should I even yeah. do this? Like if I if my taste and the taste of like the thing that I like is so far it feels apart. Like yeah. am I am I wrong? I feels, you know, you know. Oh, there's so many things wrong with you, Steve. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> there it's, is. What you can't control is what's bothering you. Amen. You know, oh, and man. it's like you can't control that. Yeah, and it's like uh, the jealousy thing mm-hmm. uh, uh, is one element of that. Yeah, and it's like how come that person is has a TV show and I don't? Sure. Or what? You know what my jealousy was is I peak too soon uh-huh. my boiling point uh uh, uh <laughs> last week at career, best yeah. week ever career yeah 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 where i was doing three shows a week of yeah. different shows yeah it was before twitter you uh, know, the before good old days. facebook and all yeah. that stuff when we like, needed something like that. god damn it <laughs> you know so there's a, a jealousy of time for me but uh i found you know it's a natural thing 
But then I ask myself, well, who am I jealous of and who am I not? And I'm like, let's take Zach Woods as a great example of someone yeah. I'm never jealous of. And uh, it's because he's humble and he's real and he is talented and skilled, you know. And he was in my first one-on-one that I ever taught. Yeah. Uh, uh, and he uh, was uh, did the lights for the swarm. Yeah. Uh, and then he became on the stepfathers and he became better and better. Yeah. So right when it was like, hey, wait, hold on now. You yeah. Know? Where the hell is that? I'm yeah. your daddy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like, no, he, I, I want to see rise and, right. you know because he's all that's good yeah uh in improv and it helped me realize okay i don't have to be jealous of everybody well you know what i mean that's interesting because i i feel like what you're saying and a thing that that i are part of it that i'm hearing is like i've never really felt jealous or upset at people that i do genuinely believe they're talented yes it's the ones uh, that you don't the ones that i'm like Again, i don't know the ones you can't control right yeah it's very it's interesting but um but yeah i think that's a that's a good Have point you ever on it found that somebody who you didn't think was talented uh uh that does well later mm-hmm. on you go i think i was wrong yeah uh, that's happened to me several times yeah so it's taught me definitely not a few to judge times. right away yeah definitely you know? a few times i've been like what this person's not funny at all then i'll yeah. be like oh okay yeah exactly <laughs> good job yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i guess through time through the, the hundreds of years that i've been doing this right i've made that mistake so many times yeah and then uh, you know the cracks people fall right. through you know well you know, and then I think about that too. Yeah, I think you're right. But also, uh, let's say, okay, so that, uh, you jealousy, uh, jealousy is a, a good theme we're starting with. Yeah. We're going to pull that one apart first. Like, um, I think it's easy to get jealous of people, especially us in a social media yes. w- w- climate. Yeah. Oh, but all, the only thing anybody ever posts is like the best news they've ever had. Oh, sure. And there is like, I think, a, a slight disconnect sometimes too when you think like, uh, this is a, uh, like, you go like, oh, Got on Harold Knight, best night of my life, whatever. And you're yeah. like, wait, this person. And then you like, the truth is Harold Knight, for example, is like a journey of highs and lows sure, and it will sure. never be. But if like, you know, and if I catch it at the time where it's like, yeah, you know, whatever. I think that like uh, that disconnect of like, oh, this is the best thing in the world and something yeah, versus yeah, yeah. like, hey, you know, it was fine. Uh, that that Ugh. that can really throw you too. Man, you mm-hmm. gotta get off Facebook. I would love <laughs> it's to. My thing. It's I have uh, I, right now. I have a bit of a Facebook headache because yeah. I was on it for an hour, and it's yeah. like uh, so much. Uh, yeah, so yeah. much energy. Facebook is a know. true nightmare, yeah. uh, and it's but when you because, say social media, yeah, people yeah. only and uh, uh, the power of selfies. Yeah, you know. It's yeah, like, I looked at my uh, Instagram feed, my social media, Billy Merritt on Instagram. Yeah, uh, it's like I very rarely take pictures of myself, uh-huh. and I thought, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. And then it's like, wait, no, why would you take so many pictures of yourself right. all the time? It's interesting because, well, that's a whole other thing, but it does yeah, feel like we have to, uh, no, it does feel like you have to promote yourself and yes, say, you have to, you have to ring out your successes so much yes. and go, and it's just like that, uh, that doesn't, yeah. personally, that doesn't feel right for me, but I hate do I hate yeah. doing it, but you, you still got to do it. it. And yeah, then you're it's like, LA, it's yeah. a showcase town. Yeah. People are doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And then you get angry at him anyways for, you know, because yeah. we all do it. Yeah. You know? Amen. You're we not all. special, Steve. I don't think I am. We're all angry, bitter old men. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, uh, I'm really yeah. glad your head grew into its face. Uh, yeah, it's such a small body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so the, uh, another thing you said is like, yeah. I you're like, oh, I went and traveled around and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think I have... Um, uh, mm, similar aspirations in a way of like, sure. uh, uh, 
why don't I just go live life as yeah. opposed to give a yeah. hot fuck about any of this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like they're, I think in a way to be invested in this, this community yeah. now more, maybe more than ever. It's like, there's a lot of shows. There's a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot. And yeah. it's like, man, if I, do I want to go out there and grind it four nights yeah. a week and do some shows and be on the, but why, why do you feel Ooh. you need to do that? I um, mean, if you're worried about, yeah. yeah, I mean, what's the purpose? What's the end goal for you wanting to do that, Steve? So, oh yeah. So, I mean, I honestly feel like that's how people stay active in the community now. Yeah. Like I feel like how you just said every word wanted, like there's a, <laughs> that's how people stay active in the community. Uh, Billy, I, I think we've decided that I am a robot, uh, <laughs> a robot with a tiny body yeah, that yeah. grew into his head. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I really do think that like a lot of yeah. people, uh, especially like, let's say, uh, pre uh, it's so silly. Uh, also just say it's so silly that I care at any amount about sure. the, the, the success, uh, of just being like on a, a team at UCB yeah. or whatever, yeah. because that is such a small thing in the world, really. It is. Uh, yeah. but, but I, but I do think saying. about it, you no, know, I get it. I get uh, it. But I feel like a lot of people say pre or like pre the Herald Knights or the house teams or whatever. It's like, yeah, they're just out there all the goddamn time. Yeah. And it's not it doesn't feel like oh, there's a lot of people who are good, you know, and do yeah. a show or two or whatever, like, you know, a couple few shows a month. Like, that's not enough. No, that's no, how it, no. what's what it feels. I mean, like. I, that's where I, I've been away from improv for a couple of weeks. And I've uh, I think this will be let's see. I performed yesterday, Sunday, Saturday and uh, today. OK. And I did it on purpose just to get my uh, my chops up again, yeah, you know, uh, that brain fixed again. Yeah. Uh, so that's the reason why I was asking you, Steve, why you do it. Because mm-hmm. if you're doing it to get better at your craft of what you want to do, oh god, that's perfect. You know? Yeah. And I don't. Uh, and I don't think. And honestly, like you're saying, like I'm saying, like going out doing shows, seeing shows, or whatever. That's not what I mean. No. 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 And I and I fully admit to that. Yeah. Like the way. And it, that again, like part of that is like what. The community, like I feel like the community is large and busy, yeah. and the and the working on really working on the craft of it yeah. is maybe feels like a backseat to me. It is in the community. <clears throat> even just saying the community now, mm-hmm. there are too many communities. It's yeah, well, it's like where are you talking about? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I used to. My favorite thing to say is it's like high school, and it's yeah. like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's like a series of organized religions all yeah. living in the same megachurch. Yeah, you know? that's about right. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's like this versus that, and you know. Yeah. Now I'm going to get angry about it. But, you know, uh, uh, it's weird from my point of view coming here in L.A. because I don't even think I can comment about L.A. as so this now because I've been here for eight years. So I am L.A. Yeah. So for me coming here and going, it's a showcase town. Yeah. By the way, I have a show tonight. You know, (laughs) I'm doing the same goddamn thing. Yeah, of course. So uh, uh, but when I first moved here, there was one indie show. Mm -hmm. uh, And that's when. To me, that's what the community was. Every, TNT. TNT. Uh, uh, and veterans and new people. New people just getting up would try shows. Yeah. And then veterans would try new forms or just sit in with different people. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. And people were coming to the shows to watch shows. Right. Now we have 7,000 indie shows. A night. And people <laughs> are going, seriously, if you're going to do the show, you should stay. Yeah. Which is a 
bullshit thing to say. You know, yeah. you should never have to say that. Yeah. Except for me, I should leave whenever I want. But I, I do think you should. I, uh, I, I have that problem. You know, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll shit it out right now. I'll just say, if you're on a Herald team and you are, and I've seen this twice now. That's why I pissed. No, three times I've seen it within yeah. the last year. And you do somebody's show, and yeah. only half the team shows up, yeah. and you do the first set, and then you leave immediately. Yeah. You don't. You're not on a Herald team, as far as I'm concerned. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. You're representing the theater, improv, Del Close, or anything that a Herald team was supposed to be. Uh, 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 and I, I, I agree with that. Like we, it's yeah. no one's fault. No. It's just what the community D has turned into. The, uh, yeah. The, uh, I, I think uh, I was talking to people about this before, and it's like the fact that stage time has become cheap. The opportunities to promote yourself in a way have become cheap and yes. Uh, yes. Uh, abundant. It's very, it's like very easy to uh, blow them off. Yeah, like, yeah. Thank you for putting me up. I'm leaving now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Before you really see anything like we, uh, so I had an indie show for a, a few months or whatever. Uh, almost, almost half a year, probably I, don't know, yeah. I did it for a while. Uh, but we were trying to give people longer slots, uh, and we stopped doing it because, uh, people would never watch any of the other teams. People yeah. would be very quick to leave. Yeah. And then also too, uh, at this, I think the speed of improv is going up. People were getting bad at, they like couldn't handle longer sets. Sure. Like I'd see them do all their callbacks at minute 10 yeah. and it's like, we're giving you a 20, 25 minute set and they're just like, don't know what to do. It was a very weird thing to like watch yeah. happen. No, no, uh, it is. Uh, the community is eating itself Yeah, and it is, this is, this isn't true, but I'm going to say <laughs> no, it. it's fine. The community is eating itself and destroying <laughs> long form improvisation as we know it. They're, they're certainly changing it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's a fair representation yeah. as a change coach it now, as much as I just run my workshop because yeah. it allows me, do what I want to do yeah. and actually work in a real theater space as right. opposed to someone's weird ass living room. Oh. This place is great though. Hey, I really it, like where you're living now. Thanks man. That's You've very really nice. grown into your space. I've really grown into my space. Uh, uh, things are going okay for me. But uh, <laughs> one of the things I noticed, like I was uh, lambasting my students at the time. It's like, you all just do montages. The montage is only, it's linear and no connections, no nothing. It yeah. just kind of falls apart. And I, I just ripped on them and I go, well, we only get 10 minutes a set. I went, Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. And it's like, I guess that kind of ruins your yeah. uh, production as an improviser. Absolutely. Yeah. Half of me, have, you know, I used to say all the time, put in your 10,000 hours, get out there, get stage time, get stage time. And I think everybody, uh, because of me, is doing yeah. that. I and now so. I'm realizing, oh, wait a minute, pull back a little bit. Yeah. Get good stage time. Yeah. You know, don't do a lot now. Do quality time and get better. Yeah. Don't just do it to do it. Uh, I want to comment on two parts of that. One is like, yeah, it is very hard to get real stage time. I had a team, Argo Novice, with a lot of great people on it. Yeah. And we were focused on doing Heralds and getting better at Heralds. Yeah. Where can you do one, though? Can never. We can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the truth of it is like, yeah. and then we started going like, okay, we'll cut our opening. We're going to do an organic Herald all in one location. That'll kind of be the way we inspire our scenes. And sure, stuff. sure. And then even then, like, man, it's nearly impossible to get like, when no. we got to the second beat, we're like, oh, that's, we were, we were really on it. We were, we were firing fast yeah. and managed to get to a second beat or, or sorry, the, or the second group game. Like that's yeah. incredible. And yeah. usually we didn't, you know? Uh, so it is hard to but do the that. lights will go out. You mean? Yeah. You get yeah. blacked out before then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not that we couldn't do it. It's just, well, no that's time. A classic example of what yeah. I'm saying is yeah. people aren't completing forms. So people are doing short, sharp shots, trying mm -hmm. to be funny right away, which yeah. is the exact opposite of what we're teaching. Yeah. It is, you know? uh, 
It is tricky. Uh, and then I just realized I said I was going to say two things on what you just said, and I forgot my second one. That's yeah, why you never tell people important. how many things you're going to say. I know. I shouldn't have said any. I should have let uh, you get no. No, no. It was my it's fault. Okay. It was my fault. It's okay. Uh, so, I mean, uh, the, I guess another uh, another aspect of it that I... I, well, I least, you know yeah, what? I, least, before yeah. we move on, because I, are we going to move on? Because just to go finish up it, this go community for it, go thing, for it, go for it, go for it. I know we're kind of bashing it and this and that. Yeah, but the, I think within it are pockets. You know, it's like I said, there are multiple communities within the community. Maybe there's the right community for you with the right mm-hmm. players that help you and support each other. So yep. I feel I need to leave some sort of positive statement there. Yeah, you know, not just you know tear the whole community apart. Uh, and I don't and like. Uh, they, these are obviously like painting with very broad strokes yeah, to whatever. Yeah. There are obviously people in teams and places where it's more committed. There are longer yeah. shows. That's not, that's not. Except anything with Dennis Curl. It. <laughs> it's just attacking a nice guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other, I think you're definitely correct on that, that there's other stuff. Yeah. It's uh, it just rolling back. You said, like I said, asked you was like, what are your aspirations when you got into improv and stuff? Sure, sure. And I feel like very quickly, I really, I like, I don't really need improv for my acting career. Yeah. I don't want to act. Okay. You know, I, I don't need, I don't need improv for my writing career. It's, I can get jobs. Yeah. I don't like yeah. it'll, it's, it couldn't hurt, but it, it's also, I know, I, got you. I know beyond that that's the key. I was like, I'd like doing improv. You're I an like honest being to God a, improv nerd. Yeah. I'm a nerd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, st- I started a podcast for this cause yeah. I was like, I like talking about it. Yeah. I like doing it. It's fun. And, uh, and part of that is, is tough because uh like i guess like i'm saying is like there is a it's hard to find that type of thing where it's just like yeah you guys just want to do improv and like practice you're 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 in the wrong town yeah (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i think that's what it is i'm sure within this town you can find those people but you know uh ah, that yeah i i feel for you and i know where you're where you're coming from with that yeah you don't need this is not and this is that's great i mean that's why i love improv there's a lot of us that love improv for improv's sake and right. a lot of people that go improv will make me uh is a tool to get me what i want right gotta get you allison know. jones to see me yeah yeah <laughs> and those people step on the heads of improv nerds to get to where they want at times right uh uh but you know like yeah. I, everything's i'm a gemini so everything Doesn't the other yeah. side of that is i've seen many an improv nerd turn into a great you know actor mm-hmm. and discover something they didn't know about themselves Sure. And the other way around is I've seen uh, just full of themselves actors uh, in 101 uh, yeah. uh, just on their phone the whole time. Yeah. And then yelling <laughs> at them and then uh, uh, getting better and better. And all of a sudden, ha, you're hooked. You love improv. Yeah. You know? you're still, and now, they're yeah. improv nerds, but they're still actors. You well, know, so. And that's and I do think that like that yeah. was my. Uh, Would you move? Can you move? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I work. <laughs> Uh, I'm I trying to get you out of town. Can you get I out of here? Solve your issues. No, I mean that's. Uh, I've actually thought about that a few times. Yeah. I think maybe when I was a little bit greener, I yeah. could have uh, yeah, probably yeah. like right when I started. Sure, sure. I could get away to New York, but now like what I what my work is. Where you know where my family like oh, exactly. I can't do it you I can't, can't get away. So this is your community. I'm stuck, your, man. They're not. Gonna, know, it's hard to pull up roots and go make uh go make money elsewhere. Then uh, make it your world. <laughs> I gotta make it my world. Yeah. And that's uh and that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying yeah. at least. I'm trying yeah. sincerely to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Maybe I'll move on. We'll talk okay. about it. We'll talk about it. Uh, uh, the only I was trying. I was trying to think of another 
maybe tiny thing in there is like, uh, I had a friend say this to me a few years ago. Uh-huh. It was Eric Cunningham. He goes like, uh, he said it. I don't know if I believe him, but he said something like everyone's going to have their shot at, you know, the success thing or whatever. Sure. Uh, as long as they don't get pulled into advertising first. Oh, yeah. And I laughed at that. <laughs> and it's funny because that's what I do. Yeah, uh, and yeah. it's so and it's so easy to. And that's I think that's well, I don't know. Respond to that. What do you think of just that idea? Like, you have a yeah. shot as long yeah. as you don't get. pulled. Oh, away. I'm amazed uh, with my travels and stuff is like how much uh, I mean, it all comes down to money. Right. We're all talking about money here. Yeah. Is how much money. Uh, the skill that I have can be made in the corporate world. Oh, really? You know, yeah. Or doing other things, teaching, motivational. Yeah. You know, what's this yes and thing you're talking about? It's yeah. Like, in other words, I could bullshit a hell of a lot more money out of it. Yeah. And you mentioned advertising. My first thought was in New York when I was teaching, a lot of the students were not actors. Yeah. A lot of the students came from uh, magazines and yeah. ads and other places and yeah. they kind of discovered it that way. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh so, I love it. It's the whole world of it, man. I take a, a, a job. Are you a, are you an ad man? Uh, uh, yeah. So I do uh, like a- advertising production stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we make the things that and sell uh, people on the things. Is, does your improv help you with your ad work? Um, you know, <laughs> maybe sometimes there there are there are things that are done that are comedic. Yeah. But frequently it's, you know, it's being overseen by somebody who's never been funny in their life. Sure. And they'll be like, Oh, take this web video that are supposed to have a joke. And then just like slow it down, expand yeah, it out. Yeah, like yeah. let really let the jokes breathe. And like, I'm like, Ooh man, you guys don't get what comedy. Is. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, then again, yeah. improv is desperately like so, so much helped me uh, with people and understanding yeah. and connecting and whatever. Sure, sure. So, yeah, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all worked out for the best. I mean, as we keep doing it, it's like, what is success is mm-hmm. what it comes down to. It's true, yeah. You know, I uh, think that's very true. You talked about uh, being on uh, – one of the things I think a lot of people on Herald teams realize once they get on a Herald team, it's worse. It doesn't get better. <laughs> I, yeah. It's mo' money, mo' problems in yeah, the sense that now definitely. you've got a, an audience full of people looking at you going, hmm. Yeah. And every time you go up, if you fuck up more than twice, yeah. you get a note. And then the AD says, hey, what's going on with this person? Yeah. Nobody you needs know, that stress. You know, you could be banished <laughs> immediately. You yeah. Know, you never know. Yeah. And so it just gets worse as <laughs> more successful you get. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Uh, and then again, like I'll say that my, my, I guess my counter on that just slightly is like that it's hard. I feel like it's hard having an indie team or whatever, because it's hard to get people to consistently go out to shows. I get that. It's hard to get people to consistently practice or, you know, do the show. That's not the, the the two minute set show. And you you know know why the Herald people practice and consistently do shows? Because if not, they get fired. Right. You know, so it's a threat. Like that, you know, like these shows don't have threats. It it it, it kind of became clear to me. This well, to, actually, I want to talk about this a little bit when we get into coaching sure. stuff too. But I was like, uh, a good a thing that makes a team stick together is uh, defining a goal. Yeah, uh, it really helps defining a goal. Uh, it also for certain <laughs> if their group is too far along, that'll easily pull them apart because they'll realize sure, sure. very infrequently are their goals the same. Yeah. And I think that's part of what it is. It's like, well, if you're on Herald Night, your common goal probably is to not get cut from Herald Night. You know I what I mean? So. Yeah, that yeah. that that fear of doing that will give sure. you a goal. Whereas my indie teams or whatever, it's like, well, I just kind of want to do improv for fun. It's like, no, I want to get better at improv and I really want to get on a TV show. I'm just sure. trying to finish my pilot. Yeah. Like that type of thing. That will pull a group apart. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> that group was never meant to be. It's probably know? true. And that's the hardest thing. I mean, Heralds are also, I mean, there's a great thing about Heralds. I mean, Herald teams that don't get along, it's like, well, welcome to the rest of your career. Sure. Imagine getting picked in a writing room, uh, and I just don't get along with the other people in the writing room. You can't, you're fired. Yeah. You know? So it forces people to uh, have to like each other. And you see teams just naturally click. And on yeah. the Herald committee, you're trying hard yeah. not to put... Uh, people who used to date on the same team little sure. stupid things like that yeah. uh, 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 just so that team will click yeah uh, the bad thing with indie team everybody has separate issues but the great thing about an indie team if you find the right people yeah you're stronger than any team could be that's true you know uh, I think the swarm was one of the we started out as an indie team yeah and we lucked out we just uh, it was right at the beginning so there really weren't any other options but we were on other teams yeah and we got formed together with the same goals you know uh, uh, I would give Amy the presence of mind to tell us what our goals our squad goals were right uh, back before <laughs> there were squad goals and we That's just so kind of stayed on that mark for the longest time and yeah that drove us so i think there is something about indie teams and i think there's a teams that do that yeah uh, definitely uh, uh i want to name teams i can't funk shuffle seems to be a team that sure. really uh, uh enjoys what they're doing they're clearly on this, a similar page. They're on the same page, and mm-hmm. they're challenging each other to make each other better. Right. You know, in the Swarm, we're not best friends. Uh, uh, we're not enemies at mm-hmm. all. We don't argue at all. Uh, but we are absolutely respectful of each other, mm-hmm. uh, which means I don't have any other team where I can go out there and just really fuck up and know they got my back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, even in the smokes, I know yeah. that they're uh, waiting for me to die. Katie will cut you down. Yeah. <laughs> She'll do that. No matter what, that's, that's just her her deal. Yeah. Uh, I also okay. So we can we can we'll, we can transition away from this. But I yeah. do want to ask one thing though. You did you mentioned a long time ago. I believe it was in a workshop, and it just stuck with me. You you said something about somebody who was in the swarm. I wish I could remember the Dave, name. Dave, Dave Blumingfeld. Yeah, it was Blumingfeld. That's right. Okay. Yeah. You also, you also, I think you remember you telling me that he uh, got frustrated at shows more than anybody. And, like, oh, sure, to sure. Be good. I'm like, that sounds like Dave. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, Could be. <laughs> I might be Dave. Yeah. Uh, but you said, you said, you're, the thing you said that just uh, intrigued me, you said, like, uh, like, Dave is the most majestic improviser of all because he quit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like, what does that Not mean? Not because he quit. Uh, uh, or because he could walk. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. It was his approach to improv he's a very funny guy i don't Mm -hmm. want to paint him as this serious guy because i always say uh uh dave's the kind of guy who will listen to a joke and go that's funny (laughs) and you know he's laughing on the inside that doesn't mean he doesn't laugh and doesn't get goofy he absolutely does and did the funniest stuff i've ever seen in my life is because of him and uh delaney uh doing their show right uh um I think for him, though, he just treated it as uh, acting uh, is the art of the imitation of life, uh, which is like one of the first things I learned in acting class. Yeah. Uh, To be a great actor, you have to be a great liar. You have to tell the truth. Well, that's a whole other class. Uh, 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 And so to him, all the scenes had to be serious and real Mm -hmm. until the comedy came and it allowed the comedy to go crazier right and he put us in those i want to say shackles in the sense like he would literally after a half 
And he wasn't mad at us. He was always mad at himself. Sure. But by pointing at himself, three fingers were pointing at us. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, and he would backstage after a first half just go and, and hit a wall or something <laughs> like that. God damn it. Why yeah. am I not doing what I want to do? Yeah. And he was frustrated with himself. Mm-hmm. But because we had each other's back so much, I felt responsible for him to do better. Interesting. And yeah. Because of that, he made us better. Yeah. You know, we had certain players on the Swarm that may not be the most memorable players ever, but they made everybody else better, and that was his role. Uh, I say this in class all the time, the hand grenade story. And I've embellished it to a point where I don't even know how (laughs) truthful it is anymore. Okay. Uh, But it's a classic example of, you know what, I don't want to tell the whole story because it's a class story, and it takes forever. Sorry. And I need a scene to get it going. But I will give this (laughs) as an example Mm -hmm. uh, for Dave. Uh, as people were moving from New York to L.A. and the swarm w- went from seven to six to five, we we're almost like at four. And it's like, well, when are we not going to be the swarm anymore? Right. I think somebody says it'll just be Dave on stage loading a fake gun and that'll be a show. <laughs> and people will watch it. Yeah. Because his intensity with his work was so good and so great. That's fun. Uh, uh, so he made me better because I didn't want to disappoint him. Right. In a sense. But it was never said overtly in that way uh uh and honestly i mean we make it like this big great grand thing you know as i'm trying to teach students like he just couldn't handle the bullshit of improv anymore he had to step away he could have probably just been bored with it yeah. you know and just moved on and just didn't want to do it he yeah. also had like i believe he had a bit of a stage fright problem mm. you know we always ask him back every year you want to come back well, i don't know <laughs> you know yeah. he always does great when he does come back yeah you know so that's fun uh are you feeling your dave um, uh, some of that question. resonates. Are you yeah. ever having fun on stage? Oh, sure, of course. Are you laughing when you're on stage? Uh, I'm I'm working very hard on not yeah, doing that you're as not much because I've always Dave would had never fun. laugh on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave would grimace. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, although, although some of the stuff he's saying, like that sounds, uh, I, I recognize that, and usually it is frustration. If I, uh, I feel like less lately, but I feel like a show goes not great. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Did I fuck mm-hmm. this up? Uh, sure, even sure. even if I barely had anything to do with anything yeah. that was not Are great your about way it. Homer notes the note you think about on the way home more of a beat up nature or of a congratulatory nature. Oh, um, neither. I might be. I, I might be pretty cold on um, uh, my highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I don't. I don't. I, I try not to. I, they're very like when I'm yeah. like I did a great show. I'm like okay, good. Why did that one work? Uh, and then when yeah. I had like a bad show, I'm like okay, great. Why didn't that one work? I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like trying. I, I weirdly don't like letting uh, minor successes or failures bother me too much. You know what? Just a little, uh, mm. a little advice. After a show, mm. drop some acid. Great. And think about your show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, no. That's like one of those that things one. I say. It's like a self analyzation. The reason why I ask is like, mm-hmm. do you beat yourself up so much that you don't even see the good in what you're doing on stage? Oh, yeah. And it doesn't do I you or do you not? I don't no, think I, I think sometimes I, I, I can fall into that type of like uh, being... Uh, upset at uh, yeah. what I did, but but I, I think infrequently, and uh, it's also too like I, you know, I, I recognize that uh, I'm so much better than I was when I started, yeah. and you know, even I, I think even in just like I, I think you asked me the first time we did the podcast, like what were you like a year ago uh-huh. as an improviser, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I mean, even even look back at a year ago, I'm better than I was, I, I'm better than and you're progressing than you're now, better, yeah. Um, I, I question it because I know at a certain time I was always doing more and felt more invested. 
invested, which is a, a confusing. Are thing, you but, doing less now? Is that yeah. what's going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah, generally less. Yeah. Are um, you thinking of quitting totally, or yeah, I don't taking know. a break. I don't know. I think I, I, I think like there's a great argument for just not having anything to do with it anymore. Yeah. Have you tried not for. doing it for a month and seeing what happens? Uh, no. Yeah. As I'm saying this, I was like, I should do that with Facebook. Who are you kidding? You'll never do it with Facebook. I but did. In the sense it's so fun. I, uh, I, I was tried to get off Facebook. I still hate it. And I, yeah. uh, I deleted my Facebook or I, uh, whatever you can do to like make it disappear. Sure, sure. So you can't log on. And then I realized that my friend who I had been in touch with or whatever, uh, all, the only way I could communicate with them is through Facebook and they were supposed to send me something. And I was like, yes. God damn, I got to get back on Facebook. <laughs> uh, and I haven't given up again. You got sucked in. <laughs> I got yeah. sucked in, guys. Yeah. Facebook's the worst. Uh, uh, <laughs> it might not be that you just need to quit forever. You just might need to, uh, this sounds so cliche, take a break. Mm-hmm. Go you to know, Paris. And see how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, seriously, do go to yeah. Paris. Uh, uh, and see, because you know what? If you leave it for a month or two, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work really hard to get back at it again. Yeah. And if you're willing to work really hard to get back at it again, then it's something you want to do. Like, yeah. The old let that bird go. If it comes yeah. back, it was never whatever. Right, blah, right. blah blah. Uh, I also uh, also say I think you've very astutely pointed out uh, my need to control things, and I I was yeah. gonna say when you said it, it's like you know you got to have your own space for it, and I'm like in a way I am. Like I the the things that I put together, I like. I really like coaching. Yeah. I really like, and that is very controlling. Control. Yeah, it is oh, very. I just control. got that note. Uh, I was I want to say it's Will Hines, but somebody wrote something about uh, you know you're a good improviser the moment you can totally give up control of where the scene wants to go on sure. stage. Yeah, and it's like after 20 years, I went. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's like one day. Yeah. I mean, I mean no, but it, it made me like in flashback of my life of like, yeah, the moments where I didn't have control and I was totally at ease is where it was going is where mm. it was at its best. Yeah. Um, but also, why do I need to be in control is because when I'm in control and I'm doing a good job at it doesn't get any better than that yeah so, that's very true you know. it's very true and just because and this is a an old del close slash michael delaney quote just because they're laughing doesn't mean you're doing it right yeah uh, uh <laughs> is one of those notes is like uh, i can control that show and i can make people laugh and think that was the best show they ever saw yeah but am i gonna think that or yeah. am i gonna think i've done exactly what my plan and then is that improv? Yeah, no. Interesting. Can you walk off stage going, well, I didn't see it going there. That yeah. was awesome. Huh. Versus this is exactly as I planned it. That's interesting. I do both. You know, yeah. I know that. I know what I am. I know what I am. Steve. I know what I am. Don't look at me. Uh, all right. I'm looking over here. <laughs> uh, looking to the face of Gene Wilder. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. I think that's pretty good. I think that's you, pretty good. Uh, you know, I noticed that when you said that, when you, uh, are you in a practice group now or uh, an indie group? Mm, kind of. I mean, uh, that's the thing too with indie teams. They never die. I know. They always, oh, they, they never just, die. they never die. They, but they, 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 yes. they, they very much fade away. Yeah. They very much fade away. Uh, it like, uh, had, they die I've, on the vine. Yeah. I've had yeah. a team that's been uh, a group for, yeah. uh, you know, years and hasn't done anything in years as yeah. well, you know? Uh, because earlier you talked about when the group gets together, and they devise goals mm. and it's like yeah that's right and then all of a sudden I went wait a minute because I've done this are those goals the goals that you want the goals to be yeah. or as the group deciding what the goals want to be well and you know can you agree with those goals yeah and I think uh most good groups that I've gotten together with and also in a way maybe has pulled us apart is like we've gone uh we've gone like okay we just want to get better at Harold's and 
get strong at it so yeah. we can go into these auditions and not feel like, you know, because yeah. like you said, it's easy. People keep on doing montages or whatever. It's easy to not yeah. try to do the, the more work in the Herald thing. Yeah. We're like, we're just going to do that. We're going to put in the you work. Know, and I got to say, and the next thing yeah. you know, it's like, oh, well, half the team's on a Herald team. Half of them is not. And it's like, well, we guess we won't see each other for a while. <laughs> we, got, we got half of us yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I was just about to say, well, that team will get back together around Herald audition yeah. time again. Then, yeah. Won't it? And it's like, yeah, it's so easy to say, no, you need to be practicing Herald year round. Or right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But, you know, easy to say, hard to do. I Especially when there's no place to do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, I hope that makes people go, no, you can do it here. And that uh, they, people advertise it. Yeah. I just, I'm going off on a tangent. I think people are very quick to say that uh, they're tired of the Herald. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm almost. I don't know why. <laughs> pissy about it because, hey, I was tired of that fucking Herald, too. And I did 500 more. So <laughs> fuck you. Go to work. Uh, and I think. Uh, I just finished 401. I just don't yeah. want to do it anymore. <laughs> no, Paul Shear uh, said something on. Uh, 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 Will Hines and Anthony yeah. uh, about Don't how he hates started, the Herald. Yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. Like I absolutely agree with him, but my other mind is like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah. We're going to get people who've heard that podcast that are now going to go, you know what? I hate the Herald, too. It's like, yeah. fuck you. You can't even do one yet. That's interesting. You know? I really do like the Herald. I don't know why. Well, yeah, I, I, I get, not, I get yeah, why I people get burned out. It's but the yeah. greatest thing in the world. No, I'm yeah. just saying uh, uh, it's the tool you need to get you better. You know, yeah. If you want to do a kick-ass mono scene, go back to your Herald. Yeah. Uh, I'm teaching mono scene in my workshop now. Uh, you said you do an organic and a same location is it that's like a what, french scene herald uh i believe that's right yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we called it a world a, a herald all in one location no, that's stupid it's a french scene herald. okay well <laughs> the french are stupid billy i'm never going to paris hey, our, our coach uh kevin mulaney was our coach in the swarm when he had us do it and we would not let him let it go yeah he goes well, i want you guys to practice a french scene herald in shower you mean the french door herald you have to have a french door and open it up no that's not what i mean a french scene is a theatrical term blah 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 and then we listen to him we started seeing we're going open the french doors okay is this what you want kevin <laughs> just upset i love it can we make kevin cry yeah half of our no that's fun <laughs> yeah uh, it doesn't matter what it's called but yeah it, yes but it intensifies we, it intensifies the sensation uh when you do that style of herald it does yeah. uh it's a it's a, it's an interesting thing because well I, we could get it yeah. we could get deep into that oh sure but, well I mean uh, here we go uh, uh, the herald that we know and love is mm -hmm. not the herald of all heralds it's, it's training a training wheels herald, herald yeah. right so yeah. uh, and the idea is get that then see how you can change it up yeah uh, I always love it when uh, uh, people go we changed the beats right and it's like yeah of course you, oh that's yes <laughs> after you okay. get it down yes change the beats Sometimes change okay. the characters yeah do this with it do that with it do yeah. it to the point where you don't even recognize you're doing a herald anymore right and see how it happens right that's you interesting. Know. Yeah. And I mean, and that like uh, a lot of the things that make a Herald good, uh, putting different constrictions on it, like doing it in one location, like uh, it's uh, callbacks or that yeah. third beat connections are fun because you don't see them coming. Yeah. And it's really hard to do that in one location. You have to really spread things out and yeah. make it feel different. And that's tricky. But it does really uh, it, it makes you very aware of like, are we even close to the same game? Because if we yeah. are like, that's not going to be as fun. And yeah. you get it. You become more aware of things. That's like that for sure. Yeah. I think the weirdest, funnest Herald we ever did. Uh, 
in a swarm. It was a cage match. We did a blindfolded Harold. Okay. But that meant we didn't tell the audience we were going to do it. And uh, the old theater was on a uh, like a foot to foot and a half lip. So yeah. It was like yeah, the yeah. stage was elevated. Uh, uh, and we did a regular Harold all the way up to the end of the first group game. Mm-hmm. So regular Harold opening, organic opening, first three beats, group game. Then we called timeout. We all put on blind- blindfolds. <laughs> uh, uh, Dave uh, mm-hmm. thought of this and put bubble wrap all around the edge of the stage so we know if we walk towards the end <laughs> right. it would snap yeah and then we did the rest of the herald blindfolded yeah and it was per and you know we did we were doing a bowling scene <laughs> uh we were doing uh something where we were like trying to get to the edge of the stage and it was so perfect funny. all the way to the end until right at the very last right when the lights went out secunda went like this with his arms hold his arms out like uh, jesus like yeah and just smacked katie roberts right oh into the no face. oh god <laughs> right at the end, the lights went out <laughs> It was awesome. I would have voted for you guys. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, okay, well let's let's transition a little bit. I do want to talk to you about um, coaching. Yeah. So I've been doing it for a little while and uh, a couple of years, and I've been trying to hone and refine my process a little sure. bit of it. Uh, and I just um, so I guess like the broad question, or, or uh, you know, that's maybe a tough question too. But like, what uh, what makes what makes a good coach? Like, how can uh, what makes it good? Uh, what makes it good? <laughs> yeah. That's that's tricky. Uh, what the fuck are you asking? Me? Uh, uh, and uh, I think uh, I'm on the mood of saying a good improvisational coach teaches improvisationally mm-hmm. and is able to coach on their feet. Mm-hmm. And re- so uh, it's good to go in with a plan. Like mm-hmm. today, we're going to work on that. But able to see, okay, this isn't working. We need to find another exercise to work on this issue. Right. And have those exercises in their back pocket, ready to pull out. Right. Uh, uh, when I do a good job coaching a team that's what i've done yeah it's like okay this team has a problem calling out the game or this team uh has a problem with callbacks or something right uh and if i'm on my point i can pull out an exercise i go okay we need to do the gauntlet or we need to do right. this or that yeah uh, and kind of hit these things that is a tough that is tough because when you I, yeah you're con- con- i feel constantly like i'm like i know you know x exercises for this and sometimes they'll just be having a thing i'm like god yeah how do I help this get better? <laughs> yeah, 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 that is tricky. Okay. And, I like uh, that. Uh, I'll just give some general notes that I've given other coaches, like coaches Please. workshops. I love it. Uh, one thing that you have to be careful of, and I'm trying to, because now I got so many stories, is do not talk longer than the form went. Yeah. So if they did a 20-minute herald, do not give 40 minutes of notes. Please, God. Uh, uh, <laughs> because you'll tear them up. They will forget everything. You can't coach everything. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other note. You can't. Uh, give a note on every single thing that went wrong. Yeah. So you just got to pick a few things to work on. Yeah. I uh, feel like uh, old old timers and very young coaches talk a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. old timers and and in a weird and in a, for old timers I'm pretty much okay with it because usually it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the young coach is like, okay, and then you do. Uh, and it's like yeah. hey, get, I, don't know. I did that too. I was I very remember, much. Uh, this happened with uh, I don't think it was teaching or coaching. It was Neil Casey mm-hmm. uh, in New York was teaching and Neil's Neil will go on a rant uh he will go on a 40 minute rant <laughs> on bear attacks let me tell you about bear attacks and then we're gone uh uh and i remember getting some i don't know if it was complaints or, or some it wasn't like hey we got to stop this yeah. but it's like he just talks a lot after the herald and yeah it's like 
yeah, but that's Neil Casey, so you yeah. might want to listen to it all. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good note to give him. It's like, okay, you got a lot of good stuff to say, but you can't say everything. Right. You know, you got to pick and choose what you need to say. That's tough. You want, yeah, because you do, yeah. like, everything that happens there that's a little bit off. You're like, man, yeah. if, I could, if I could just correct this all in one fail swoop, that'd be great. And it's, yeah. that's not possible. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole idea is absurd that uh, at UCB, eight weeks of courses, a 201, eight weeks, three hours mm-hmm. a week, and eight weeks done i know game yeah it's like that's it or have you gone through the whole program at 401 it's like there i automatically am an advanced student right and it's like i'm it took me two years to figure out game yeah you know taking classes and performing yeah and i still wasn't comfortable with it until i you know got to that certain point yeah everybody learns at a different pace you know and as a coach you got to realize what's the pace of this group right and what's the pace of each individual in, in that group yeah uh, that doesn't mean Steve talks slower to other people. Sometimes you have to. <laughs> no, Steve, you don't. No, sometimes you have no, to. No, Steve, you can't do that. <laughs> okay, listen to me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, that's what I mean by teaching improvisationally. It's like, okay, what's the pace of the group? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to know within the first couple of sessions what their weaknesses are yeah ask them and work on what they want to work on yeah the first few and then as you're doing that yeah start going okay this is what they think they need to work on this is what they really need to work on sometimes it is the right thing sometimes yeah you know you need to get them to work on other things right i get that i like it um yes i i was just uh i'm processing as always as i always do uh coaching improvisationally that makes sense to me. It is. I think that is maybe the, in a weird way, like a tricky part of it is, uh, to not kind of come in over planned. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. at a certain point too, I realized when I was doing it, it's like, yeah, that doesn't really help it very much. It, yeah, like yeah, yeah. having a good idea of things that you're like, Oh, we're going to come in and do this, this and this. And it's like, yeah. Oh, for some reason we can't add information today. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> like, saying don't have that plan. Yeah. Have it there. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. there'll be times you're going, uh, <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Yeah. So What's a warm up? <laughs> you have things, yeah. you know, that, you know, talk about warm ups. I will give my warm up speech. Okay. Uh, uh, there are some groups that don't need warm ups and some groups that do. Yeah. And then there are some groups that think they don't need warm ups and they really fucking do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there are groups that don't need warm ups. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, how does each group uh, approach warm ups? And it's like, if you're going to coach a group for a few weeks, you know you're going to do a bunch of sessions. Right. The very first session, Spend 30 minutes talking about warm-ups so you get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And every group does a little bit differently. I try to ask them what warm-ups do they like to do. Uh And, you know, it might be... And I've done this with groups where each week somebody brings in a warm up until yeah. you guys latch onto the one that you want. Uh, uh, it might be uh, that you'll have to give them warm ups because they'll just sit around staring at each yeah. other. What warm ups do we like? Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And you've got to be prepared with that. Yeah. So if that's the case, you should have in your back pocket uh, one robot warm up and one pirate warm up. Yeah. You know, one warm up that gets their brain thinking. Yeah. Uh, categories is my new hateful favorite. Uh-huh. Not new. It's been around for years. Yeah. Uh, and then either organic or any of the musical uh, warm-ups, yeah. I think. Anything that gets people out there to do things. It's fun and, yeah. You know, so you should have in your yeah. back pocket two elements of that. Right. And then I honestly, and I do it in every class, it's like, uh, I know it sounds, unless it's a talkative group, but mm-hmm. uh, stretch and share, talk to each yeah. other, share information. 
so that they're already practicing listening and talking before they even do their first scene. Right. Now, like ASCAT, we don't do war. If, if somebody at ASCAT goes, could we please do Crazy Eights? Yeah. Uh, uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. That's fun. <laughs> uh, uh, in the smokes, we don't war- warm up. In the swarm, we don't warm up. But yeah. we get there 10 minutes early and we talk. Right. You know, And it's like that's literally our warm up. We're practicing listening and talking. Yeah. And Sometimes that's, that's all a group yeah. needs. Uh, so you spend that half hour in that first class and then you never think about it again. So yeah. you get your warm ups truncated to the first five minutes. Yeah. Then you can work on what you need to work on. Yeah. But don't spend a half hour every time yeah, I know, working man. on your warm ups. Uh, yeah. You know, I get that. I That's love a pet it. Peeve of mine. Uh, I mean, do you have any uh, any other things that you think of as is maybe best practices, for example, uh, or things that maybe uh, maybe a little bit more nuanced i guess like uh i i've recently i've recently started what giving what i call writer's notes yeah and writer's notes mean i think the comedy math of this could be done a little bit better yeah but it's hard to make that choice perfect in the moment this yeah. is like this is more of a reflection on the comedy math instead of like a you did the wrong thing in the moment are like, you telling them what you think would be funnier in the scene or uh, are you uh, or, or, or not necessarily what's funnier, but if yeah. there's a way that you're undermining your own comedy. Yeah. Um, like well, for, the like, funnier thing, just so you know, it's mm-hmm. okay to say what you think is funnier as yeah. long as you let them know this is my humble opinion. This is, yeah. This isn't what I'm telling you to do. Right. So that they're wasting thought about that. Right. So what are you saying mm-hmm. this note is? It's like I'll a call, writer's I call, note. I call, it a, I call it a writer's note. So like, um, let's say... Uh, oh God, I hate coming up with examples off the top of my head. We'll yeah. say something. It's something effective. Like the game is, uh, you're, uh, you're trying to, uh, or, or no, like you don't like the way somebody dresses. Let's say like, yeah. that's what it is. Right. Uh, but he gets too upset about what people wear. That's yeah, yeah, oh, he's yeah. too upset about what people wear. Uh, and then if you go and you say something that is you're wearing, that is not uh, fashionable then sure. in a way you're kind of undercutting your your oh, you're making yeah. him right uh and yeah. so like uh, that's not a perfect example of it but that's a a writer's note where i'm like the i understand why you said that in the moment it's hard to get those quite right but the comedy math is a little bit wrong yeah. uh, and that's something like that. you can do that's a note you can give when you step back from the scene right and i think that's a great note to give right uh maybe not the way you said it because that was stupid <laughs> but uh, uh i think that's uh you know and everybody has a different term I like mm-hmm. the term writer's note. One of the things I'm hearing a lot of teachers use, I think it's almost in the curriculum, is mapping. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of mapping. Really? And like, I'll ask, well, I had a th- what the fuck is mapping? <laughs> yeah. Really? That's what it is? That's adorable. Now let's do this. Yeah. You know, and I'm, we're teaching the same thing. Yeah. We're using different words. But if it works for you as a coach to get your point across, by all means, right. use the words that you want to use. Yeah. I think, I think also maybe establishing some vocabulary, too, yeah. is helpful of just like... Uh, 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 like this, say rest the game or whatever. I always say, I, for some reason, I always say, do the normal thing. Do a yeah. normal thing but now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about being funny. Do some normal stuff. I think that was a <laughs> curriculum discussion. It's like, can we quit saying resting the game? Because yeah. it sounds like we're asking people just to stand. Yeah. And then we would say, well, try exploring. Try doing that. And yeah. It's like two years later, we're yeah. still saying resting yes, the, in the game. game. Yeah. Because terminology is terminology. Yeah. You know, it's, you it's just, pervasive. They either get it or they don't. Yeah. You know, totally. if they're stupid enough to just sit there and rest. Then, <laughs> you know, words aren't going to help them. Deep breaths and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, calm yoga poses. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, uh, I think that's great for a coach to have. Uh, well, 
everything with a Gemini flair here. Of, it's great <laughs> to have your own terminology yeah. as long as you're not in love with your own terminology. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have yeah. to be very willing to drop. Yeah. Or, or change. It's like a you tool. Said, Everything's, you're yeah. using it to help them learn, not using it to show what gr- a great coach you are. Right. It's and that a, took me years to figure out. <laughs> Look how good I am. Yeah. Uh, it is a, It is like it's it's coaching improvisationally. Like sometimes yeah. they don't need they don't need to hear it as a writer's note. Sometimes no. they just need to go like that was bad comedy. I thought that was wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they just need the gentle thing. That's fine. I, I love that. I'm doing a improv form uh, for Del Close Marathon called mm-hmm. Notes. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, and my mom called me out on it. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was because my mom and I saw a play. You know, Tuna Texas. Have you ever heard of this play? It's an old mm-hmm. play. They did a Christmas version of this show, and it's two men doing a Texas radio station. It was a very popular play in the 80s, uh, and they redid it in the 90s called Tuna, Texas. Tune in? Tuna. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's some radio. (laughs) It's just like a a weird town called Tuna in Texas and all the weird stories. Yeah. And one of the scenes was their very flamboyant uh, uh, civic uh, uh, director for their civic theater company giving notes to everybody after the play that they did. (laughs) And it's really just talking about them. That's funny. Uh, uh, And now I'm doing a form where I'm literally on stage uh, sitting as this character Yes. While you're doing the scene, I'm going, well, who are you? But who are you? Excellent. But who are you? Until they get really pissed off at me. So uh, you just, you just want to be uh, basically an improv heckler. Yeah. yeah. But on stage with I love them it. as I love they're it. talking. Uh, speaking of that, uh, side coaching, yay or nay and why? Oh, I have difficulty with that. Okay. Because I'll, I'll say I don't do it. such a Gemini. I love it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, <sighs> There's a difference for me. This is my own personal problem with side coaching. I think side coaching can be very helpful for some people. Yeah. But shouting at people from your chair on the side is not helpful. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's where I can get in the way sometimes. Yeah. I try to do uh, uh, less is more with side coaching. Yeah, you know? I think that's fair. Uh, for the longest time, I felt don't say anything. Let them go through that whole thing and let them yeah. know how it feels. Right. And it's like, who am I, my dad? <laughs> it's like, well, just let them let, let them sit in their piss and they'll know what pissing in their pants is like. You know. And it's like maybe I become less patient. And it's like, but I also I realize side coaching can help. Right. Uh, but it really can get in the way. So yeah. If I'm working on a class, I'll do uh, like let's say we'll do two heralds. First herald will be side coaching, and I'll yell edit. I yell edit all the time because I'm I remember. sick of your shit. I remember. Uh, uh, edit, and then the edit, second time, edit. I will like grab the chair <laughs> yeah. and not say anything and let also you remember handle it that. on your own. Oh God, Billy, you're so fun. Uh, <laughs> you're a fun coach. Uh, 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 and yeah, half great. of your coaching is just you going, "Don't fuck this up for them." Yeah, <laughs> you know I one mean, of the things I do, and I notice it, and it's like I used to feel bad about it but now i don't give a fuck because i'm that old <laughs> is i don't take notes when i'm watching a show yeah or uh because that means i have to look at a pad of paper and figure out how to spell things and right. my writing is so bad yeah and anytime i look down and think about a note i am out of the moment of the show yeah so i just said fuck it just try to remember everything yeah uh, and see where it can go i think that's probably a, a smart way to do it but I, I i have to take notes and yeah and i think part of it too is like i after doing a show or whatever i like try to find a pattern yeah and just be like what's a thing that we can focus and on? that's like what's good for note taking yeah instead so. of uh but it may, 
in a, I think in a weird way, like what you'll remember will probably be a thing that happens more frequently and not yeah. just like the yeah. one weird moment. And or, it goes you know. to you can't give notes on everything because mm-hmm. if you sat and started writing, I'm yeah. just imagining yeah. Alex Fernie right now, <laughs> would fill a whole legal pad full of Which notes is, on one Herald <laughs> for sure and just keep going. Yeah. And it's like we can't talk about everything because they can't digest everything. No. So you got to watch the show and figure out well, what's hit you as a coach or just like. This hit me as uh, annoying or good or bad or yeah. whatever. So I should share that with you. Yeah. You know? That's interesting. And I okay. oversay this now. It's like I try to watch a show as dad in the back row uh-huh. who's never seen a Herald show before. Okay. Like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, okay. So in other words, through the filter of I've never seen a show before, this is exciting. Yeah. So I'm not giving notes on improv as much as i am on performance yeah does that make sense i get that yeah so you know because that's back to community uh we're so inbred and that's what i see not all the time because i don't go out all the time uh uh we see uh improvisers doing shows for improvisers doing shows for improvisers yeah and then you just start seeing meta moves you see more laughing on stage you see more jokes built around Oh, that person always says that joke yeah. or something like that. Right. Their catchphrase. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you got you got these eight people loving you. Yeah. Uh, but it's not you're not hitting everybody with that. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I, I know what you're talking about. That's hard to that's uh, it's, it's usually hard to watch uh, and and hard hard to explain. Yeah. Just why that's so frustrating and bad. But yeah. Um, so let's. uh. uh this is great. This is really good stuff. You said uh, just real quick. Uh, you say getting trying not to fuck up their scenes. I think I agree with that yeah. so much. And sometimes, uh, like side coaching is one that I'll be I'll do something and then they'll be like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "You know, like this, this." And I'm like, "I've ruined your scene. I'm so sorry." Yeah. Uh, edit this yeah. scene and then yeah, I yeah. fucked it up. And that's not a, that's not on you. <laughs> that's on me. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an answer for that. So some people are good with that rhythm. Yeah. Are good side coaches. I believe Julie is. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. There's definitely. I can't think of anybody. There's with, definitely you know. a consistency and like it, you know what it is. It's hard to sometimes condense down exactly what you you think needs to happen or can yeah. help. Like you have to see what's happening, how you can help them, and then communicate how they can make a small, quick adjustment exactly. quickly. Yeah. That's hard to do. Uh, yeah. And sometimes usually my like, side coach will be. Say yes in the scene. <laughs> Go through the door. Oh, that's so you funny. Know, yeah. I'll do it in such a manner that they, oh, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've done this a few times and it, it, it must it must scare the people when they, but people, uh, uh, an, an arbitrary problem, it'll be like, oh, I don't have enough money for that, that type of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, just have an, just don't, do you have enough money? It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not part just of it. Moving forward. Just moving keep forward. going for the love of God. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, this is great. I really love it. Uh. Billy, let's talk about these uh, last couple things. So I'm going to okay. ask the inverse of this question, uh, so that's good. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to start with, what do you hate seeing in improv, or what bothers you when you're seeing it? Oh, Jews. Okay. the worst. No. Yikes! Uh, oh, is this, when is this going on air? <laughs> Edit that. Edit that. I don't know how that came out. Oh, you're never going to get uh, a part. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I hate uh, uh, seeing on improv. I'll know it when I see it. it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, I guess, you know, like I said before, uh Inside baseball uh, mm-hmm. type improv that's yeah. just for a certain amount of people. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I guess I, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. That's fair. I, yeah, you did. Say, you did literally just say one. It's not hate, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't enjoy it. Right, is when I see people making choices in a scared face, mm-hmm. and it's like you're not scared. You're just giving me that you're scared. Like, uh, oh, like oh. can I pull this off? Type yeah, of like thing? You, their mm-hmm. face is showing that they're not sure about their improv. Yeah, that bothers me. And it's like you know, I don't know if it's I. It's not fair for me to say because I've done this mm-hmm. so long. Sure, and I'm so full of myself. I would never do that it's like uh, or something about that when i see i know what you mean it's something about that is like it's like apologizing for your move yes. and also going like will you go along with me anyway yeah. and you know what it is it's part of that meta thing and one of the reasons why we go meta is because that way you're not committed right that way it's like if it goes wrong if hey, it, i also knew yeah. it was bad yeah uh, yeah, yeah that bothers me just wallow in your failure bro. yeah just live in the failure love it uh i love that okay and then the inverse of the question what do you love seeing in improv or what is something that you see that impresses you uh moments that aren't funny that are good yeah you know uh <laughs> I'm old now, so that's what yeah. I enjoy. I also enjoy Game of Thrones, so any dragons in it. No, I like uh, uh, w- not when it starts like we're going to do a very serious scene. It's like, oh, well, then go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, when it just scene just starts and it's like, oh, we're going here, then let's play it. Yeah. Let's play it real. Let's play the honesty of that scene and let the com- uh, let the audience find the comedy. Right. In other words, instead of you trying to find the comedy, you just start living in that moment. Uh, uh, and it's the moment when, for me, when I don't see an audience anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just me and that person connecting. Uh, as I'm talking, I'm thinking of one scene. And it's not like it's about my child has died. That's not right. what I'm saying. I, yeah. I had a scene with uh, Eugene. It must have been three or four years ago about we worked at Hamburger University together. Uh, uh, <laughs> and we were arguing about the uh, we were administrators. Yeah. And it's like maybe he wasn't teaching what I thought he should be teaching. Yeah. And it's like it got really serious and I didn't see the audience. <laughs> anymore it became tunnel vision yeah and i believe we both afterwards went that was a good scene right yeah, yeah. i don't know if they laughed or not but you know and it's a funny situation so That's the, interesting the yeah. audience is there for comedy let them do the work and find your funny yeah if you <laughs> let them can figure out around, why this yeah, is funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part when after that scene to go uh-huh, right yeah <laughs> okay. Okay uh-huh. yeah it's comedy uh i love that i mean uh, that's fascinating too because um a lot of uh man i think it shows a ton of confidence to not be trying yeah. swinging hard for the laughs or the yeah. jokes it goes to the ultimate goal for me which is don't improvise at the audience yeah at don't improvise at the improv mm-hmm. improvise with each other yeah you know, so that you're the only ones on stage or your group is the only one on stage and you can start seeing it better and better and better yeah it can only make you a better improviser <laughs> i think that's true um all right billy we've uh i think we've reached uh everything we want to talk about you didn't want to know the secret of improv mm. i'll see you in four years I'll come back. <laughs> four years so you'll, you'll finally <laughs> if i'm still doing this bullshit oh god <laughs> and if i'm still doing this i'll probably bullshit. be teaching corporate uh, fire walking in atlanta by that time i mean man corporate they just they pay and they don't care oh the hotels they put you up in it's bro. very nice it's very nice. nice uh do you think we covered everything do you think we solved everything or at least put an interesting so. are, pin you, in it? are you well i need to know are you mm-hmm. gonna quit improv or what uh, I don't feel like it. No, you don't no. feel like quitting. I don't pro- feel like you're it. so lazy. You don't even want to quit. Something. Yeah. The truth. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just the truth is every time I do it, I, I tend to have fun. There's a, yeah. there's a constant challenge. Uh, even when it goes badly, I, I like something. There's something I like about it. Yeah. And, uh, I, 
I don't. Yeah, I do. Like, I don't feel feel willing yeah. to quit. But, but again, man, so it's very easy to put up a strong argument for just yeah. don't do this. You know, it's like I envy you and don't envy you because mm. uh, it's great that that's you just love improv for improv's sake. Mm. Uh, uh, that's what I'm envious. But I don't envy that you were doing that in a town. Yeah, uh, that is just you know yeah. about performing. Yeah, you know, and about uh, the industry. Uh, if I, again, man, I Honestly, thought about it when I was young. I was like, could have done to Omaha. Omaha. I'm asking you to move out of town, Steve. All right. Uh, will you help? <laughs> Let me start packing my bags? Or? Yes, I'll right, find a box great. for you. Uh, okay, the last thing. We've already done this before, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, ooh, I don't even remember what you said. It's a classic segment on the show. It's the Pearls of Wisdom. Uh, uh, it's a note or a feedback or advice you got maybe in your improv career or maybe something you say that's uh, important yeah. or impactful to oh, you. Oh, my God. There's yeah. so many Pearls of I Wisdom know, I've tough. already dropped on you. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I guess I, I was saying before about uh, losing control, mm-hmm. uh, uh, vulnerability. Uh, everything is about vulnerability now, yeah. you know, and that doesn't mean to be weak. That means, can you be affected to things on stage mm-hmm. without winning? You know, and I am talking to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to win every scene. No, I don't. I need yeah. to be vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I feel I'm giving that note more often than not now. Do you mean vulnerable in the sense of uh, like exposing yourself or being willing to change or losing uh, being scenes. vulnerable enough on stage that you don't know the next thing that's going to come out of your scene partner's mouth. And when mm-hmm. they say it, it truly affects you. Like you've never heard it before. Yeah. Even though in the back of your head as an improv robot, you know exactly where this scene is going. Yeah. So that's what vulnerability means to me. It doesn't mean being a pussy. All right. <laughs> no, I'm not asking you to be a pussy, Steve. <laughs> Wow, I just turned into a coach. I want to uh, apologize. Yeah, yeah, you turned here. you turned into uh, a Friday Night Lights coach. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Uh, well, Billy, this was really great. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. Do you have anything that you want to share with the world? Uh, places they can find you online. Oh, you said, make at that Merit. sandwich is make at the sandwich. World Comedy Studios. Yeah, uh, it's I a good put podcast. It out. It's fun. It's, it's fun. <laughs> next, I never know what's going to go up next. Uh, we've done a whole bunch of them. Sure, but uh, coming up soon will be. Uh, I have one with Sarah Clasp. And uh, Madeline Walters, God love the them. nicest sandwich people in the world. Yes, uh, uh, <laughs> Betsy and Mono are coming in next week. Great, so that's going to be a fucked up sandwich. That's a, yeah, that's a different, uh, yeah. totally different. And my favorite coming up in two weeks' time will be uh, 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 Farley Elliott. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, you're lucky. Yeah, I got a oh. pro coming in. Yeah, I have Far- uh, I have Farley coming on in a week too. Oh man! Yeah, don't don't talk about sandwich. We won't. I promise. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, Billy. you know what? Here's oh. an announcement. The Smokes is now going to be a seven o'clock show. It's going back as of next week. That's uh, great. Yeah, no more uh, team opening for us. Bullshit. Uh, uh, that's uh, great. Although those teams are great. Yeah. they've all done their job. They've done a great work. But I just like the show yeah. starting at seven. I do too. And we're just doing the Smokes two uh, forms back to back seven to eight. I've said it for a long long time that the smokes are by far my favorite team uh and when you guys added that extra half hour it actually did weirdly make it harder for me to go from like what i usually do yeah, yeah. like oh we can't get all the agents in the power pin yeah. of uh, <laughs> yeah. la you won't come yeah. in it's that's right we, uh I, I talked about swarm over smokes i will say smokes is the funnest i ever have on stage i mean i am truly Good. the endorphins of fun are yeah. coursing through my body when i do that show uh it, it it shows yeah. every every single time it's fun. The the one of the last shows uh, very brief. <laughs> one of the last shows I saw, there was a guy who was clearly on meth who kept on uh, right next to me. He kept on like nodding out, oh, and then no. a laugh would happen, and then he'd like get up 
and applaud and like laugh and then like look around and then just slowly oh, nod away. No. I was like, man, I wish you were watching the show because it was one of the best shows I've seen you guys do oh, in a while. No. I was like, you don't know what you're missing, meth guy. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he came. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad he, he had some place to crash. He had a place to relax. Uh, well, thank you again for coming on the show. Steve, thanks for having me. This is always fun. All right. That was Billy Merritt. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Uh, again, if you have opinions on the matter, you want to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things I said or some of the things Billy said or how you deal with all this stuff, you can shoot me an email at improvobsession at gmail.com. Uh, and for more information on the things we talked about, including show notes, key takeaways, uh, you can go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash improv obsession. That's just one word. We'll have links to Billy's stuff as well as mine. Um, you'll also have the option to support the show by shopping on Amazon. You go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash improv obsession, click on the support our artist button, and then you shop on Amazon like you normally do buy the stuff you normally buy and a small percentage of that purchase goes to us uh and it's easy and it's free and it supports the show uh don't forget to subscribe add a nice little review reach out for coaching and as always hey happy improvising this has been a boardwalk audio podcast for more information and shows visit hi i'm kelsey i'm kimmy and we're the hosts of talk 30 rock to me do you crave cheese late at night? Do you have lots of thoughts on your mind grapes? Do you think a rape whistle can double as an accessory? Do you miss 30 Rock? We sure do. We miss it so much, we started a podcast about it. New episodes every Tuesday. Subscribe today.